Hello and welcome to Travel Radio Podcast. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am pleased to welcome back to the program, Michelle Tatum. Welcome, Michelle. Good morning. Michelle, where are you talking to us from today? I'm actually in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, that's a nice place to be. Is it warm? Actually, right now it is cold because it's January and I wish I was, you know, somewhere tropical and warm right now. Well, you're in good company because I'm in Oxford and dang, it's cold. So (laughs) it's like misting, like where it should actually be rain. Like you come back in the house as if it had rained, but it's just like these little droplets. It's it's actually kind of cool to walk through. It's it's definitely a cloud. It's fog. That's what it is. But you know, it's... A little, I don't know. Anyway, there you go. It's but, raining here too. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, all over the world. Go figure. Hopefully <laughs> Australia too, those poor people. Mm. Oh, I know. Yes. Mm. But let's talk about happier things. Let's talk, yes. a place someplace, talk about someplace warm, tropical, yes, yes. fruity drinks with umbrellas in them. Michelle, <laughs> yes. what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, Sorry. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Okay. There you go. <laughs> So I'm Michelle Tatum. I am a full-time professional travel advisor, and I have been doing this, oh goodness, let's see, going on, I believe it's seven years now. So uh, I just love what I do. It's, it's, I hear, you know, so many fun stories and love connecting with my clients and just helping them have the the best experience that they can as they travel. So Mm. yeah, I tell people, if you don't want to deal with drama, I mean, you deal with drama, but everybody's happy typically in the world of tourism. So, That's you know, right. come, yeah, That's the water's right. fine. Yeah, travel That's agents right. <laughs> haven't gone anywhere. Come on in. The you, water's fine. You know, and the best thing, I mean, things happen when you travel, you know, but it is wonderful to have an advisor on your side mm-hmm. because we can do things. We have contacts. You know, there's there's so many reasons really to support travel agents and, um have them as your advocate. It's true. And I'll tell you our story just quickly from our three week. I'll get into this in another episode. We took three weeks through Europe. We started in Vienna and we moved to Austria and we moved west and ended up in Paris. And then we came back to the UK. And um, the transit system workers are on Mm -hmm. strike in Paris. And we had all of our trains canceled. And being a travel professional. I was like, we can handle this, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? When you don't have your computer with you, because we were backpacking, we had everything packs um, and you don't have regular internet access. As a travel professional, next time I will use a different travel professional so that I can call back and say, please work this from your end because we were literally train hopping. It got crazy, but it's a good story now. We lived, (laughs) made it to Disney Everything's good. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because when you're in a situation like that and you don't have access to, you know, all of your things, it's great to have someone working it for you on the back end. So, it yes. Is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, that's a story for another time. But let's <laughs> get on to today's topic. Michelle, please introduce today's topic. We are going to talk about my family's favorite Disney Cruise Line Disney and going cruise on line. a Disney cruise. Fantastic. Now, um, let's talk about, you know, compare. why is Disney your favorite? Ooh, where do I begin? I love 
they are award winning in their service, mm-hmm. in the quality. There are only four ships currently, they're building more. And it is just such a unique family experience. Mm-hmm. There is so much to really enjoy when you're on a Disney cruise. You don't have to have kids or a family to go. There are many clients of mine who go just as a couple or, you know, as adults who it's not totally infused Disney like it is in the parks. It is much more relaxing. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are character meet and greets and things like that if you choose to do them, but it is much more relaxing and just being able to enjoy Disney in a, in a different way. Yeah. I, we haven't done one, but I am looking forward to it because I am like a, uh, hmm, how do I say this? Disney reluctant parent, Uh you know, like it's, I've planned many Disney trips for people that are excited about Disney. And I think that I'm coming along and there's two things that are, you know, contributing to that. One is Jeff Barnes's book. Do you know Dr. Disneyland? Oh yes. I've read both of them. Yes. He's, He's got Disney World and Disneyland. Yes. So th- so I think wisdom and life lessons from Walt Disney World. So Yes. Uh, or the life of Walt Disney, I suppose. But And rumors are there's a third one coming out. So those books, I think really the first one should be called How to Love Disney. I really, <laughs> I really love True. the book. And then the second is Taking My Children, who had never been to Disney. We went to Disneyland Paris. And I mean, the the thing that really sealed the deal for me was watching my son on It's a Small World. Mm. He was like going to fall out of the boat. He was jumping up and so excited for all the things that he recognized. And anyway, so. I love it. Yes, love it was it. great. So <laughs> I think a Disney cruise is probably uh, on the, the near future bucket list. It's usually the next step after visiting one of Disney's theme parks mm-hmm. because it is just such a unique experience. I ask my kids all the time, which do you, do you enjoy best? Because this past time we paired the Disney theme park, Walt, Walt um, Disney World is our closest mm-hmm. park. And so we paired the Disney cruise with going to the parks afterward mm-hmm. and I always ask them, which did you prefer? And it is such a difficult decision. Like they're so different that it's really hard. They love something about each of those. So, yeah. And I think that, well, so at least where we were, we went in the busiest time of the year because it was Christmas, New Year's, very busy. Um, And it was hard to to spend time or to get to meet the characters. Although really comically, the one little girl that was with us really wanted to meet Darth Vader. And so she waited in line forever and she got, I mean, all of the character pictures we have are with Darth Vader. So, (laughs) but well, that's unique about the cruise is mm -hmm. that there are certain times and you can, so it's not the weight that you would have typically in the parks. And I've got some secrets about that too, as Mm -hmm. far as how to, how to do those. Um, right. At the parks, but on the cruise, they have a scheduled time that they'll be out in the lobby or, you know, at certain spots on the decks that you can meet them, which is Mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah. And you're competing with like, I don't know, 2,000, 2,500 people, something like that. Not a hundred thousand. Right. Right. Mm. Who, so Disney cruises tend to be a higher price point than their competitors. That's right. I feel like, but they're, but they're often sold out. So there's something there. Um, Not just, I think the Disney 
you know, marketing of the characters, but I think in quality and customer service especially. So what I would like to talk about is, um, you know, customer experience from, you know, embarkation uh, in through getting to your room. What is that experience like? So Disney Cruises, what separates them from the other cruise lines is that families can feel comfortable because they have lifeguards by the pool. Mm-hmm. That's something that's unique, not just life jackets, but lifeguards. Mm. And they have fireworks at sea, which is oh. super exciting. You get to dress up. They have this big pirate party night. And, you know, so many families just get involved anywhere from T-shirts all the way to full decked out, you know, Jack Sparrows. Or you know, So it is just that energy that excitement of these deck parties and, uh, you know, just the, the, uh, stage shows and being able to experience that one night Mm -hmm. and the fireworks. And, you know, another thing that is very different about the Disney cruises is that, you know, on a typical cruise, you, you have a main dining room that you typically eat in every night of your sailing. Mm -hmm. Well, on a Disney cruise, there is three main dining rooms and you rotate. So you get a themed experience each night. Mm -hmm. And so they are so unique and my kids just love them. Your servers travel with you. That's what I was going to say. That's the, that's the interesting Mm -hmm. part to me. Sorry, continue. So like when, you know, after the first night or two, they knew, hey, I want, say, a cherry Coke. And so they will have that sitting there for me when I get there. Like, they get to know you. They go beyond, you know, what you would expect. And But to be able to go through each of those unique main dining experiences is just amazing. So, and then they also have the Oceaneer Club, which is unlike any other cruise lines, family, you know, kid club. Mm-hmm. They have inversive, you know, they have very well-trained professionals that are in there with them. It's very secure. I'm kind of a, you know, a parent that's very concerned about safety with my children. And so I have no issues at all you know, sending them to the kids club, letting them have a great time while my husband and I get to go yeah. <laughs> and sit by the adult pool or, you know, whatever. So I have we get sold to go so have many people time. on cruises because of you get a date every yes. day, even every if it's just day. for an hour. We like to say you can talk mm-hmm. or not talk mm-hmm. for hours. <laughs> Or take a nap. Or, That's right. Or take a nap. So you get, go you ahead. get to enjoy and they get to enjoy. I mean, I can't tell you. I've been going, you know, this is a typical day on the ship is that, you know, you go to pick up the kids at midnight after yeah. you go and have coffee after dinner or whatever, you know, get to go stroll the deck, you know, just you and your honey. And then, you know, go to pick up the kids And they are, you know, on the floor, the dance floor, just, I mean, (laughs) you would never know it was 12 o'clock at night because you're dragging them out of there. They love it. What ages do you have? Mine are 12 and 10 and they still 
I mean, mine, now I've raised them right. You know, they love Disney. (laughs) (laughs) They still really enjoy Disney cruises. And I, I, I foresee they always will. And they just love these kids clubs. They have all kinds of stuff from cooking classes to just different competitions in there and all just all kinds of fun stuff that they do well, with these and kids. And I think that the age breakdown on Disney ships is uh, very appropriate as far as like the three-year-olds and the 10-year-olds aren't going to be in the same room. Well, they do actually have, so the Oceaneer Club runs from ages three to 12. So once they're potty trained and mm-hmm. turn three, there's mm-hmm. a nursery to help tend, you know, and watch after younger ones um, if you needed those services. And then the Ocean Ear Club, though, does run. But now there are, there are a lot of members in there watching over the kids, and they're broken up into different so it's not just one big room, right? Right. You've got right. That's what I mean. Sorry. Andy's Go ahead. Playroom. You've got Tinkerbell's room. You've got the Avenger room. You've got the Star Wars. You've got cool. all these different labs and rooms, and they can even eat in there. They can bring them dinner or lunch or whatever, um, while while they're in there playing. And so, yes, they are a mixed group, but. They they are kind of grouped together within those clubs, and so okay. and then from eleven to fourteen, they can go up to the edge, which is a little more, you know, uh, more teen minded. So they have different training camps and different, you know, foosball tournaments and uh, trivia's and different things for those age groups. And then the next one is the vibe from fourteen to seventeen, and so that's more of your your true teenagers. And of course they have activities for them as well. So, so what about, um, when our childcare, when's, when are like the windows and it's open because most cruise ships, you don't leave them in there all day. Like you eat meals together or something like that. So that's right. So those are typically open. Now you don't, you know, (laughs) they, I think, you know, would discourage just dropping them off and leaving them all day. It's really not designed for that. It's more designed for just letting them go and have a great time. You are still connected via the the app or, um, they still have the, the wave phones in the room currently. So, but the app is a really good resource while you're on the ship to communicate with the, uh, ocean air club mm-hmm. and, so there are different set times. The navigator is what is used on the ship. It's your your uh, front and back schedule of what's going on that day or the next day because it comes that evening, actually. Mm-hmm. And it will show you the different times and activities at each of these um uh, you know, each of these clubs and just in general what's going on with. But typically they're open from like nine till one a.m. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Like I said, at midnight they're bouncing on the floors, and I'm like, wow. So it is. It is quite a sight. But they, I mean, the kids love it. They love it. So they yeah. always meet new friends. And what I, as a parent, love is that they have to wash their hands before they go in and before they come out. So That's right. I feel that it's very clean and just the overall experience is wonderful. Yeah. So let's, okay. So I want to talk about a couple of things quick. Uh, the first 
thing is that today we will have our very first video recording where Michelle and I are going to do some kind of photo reviews where we'll go through her latest cruise and show some things like the Navigator and, um, and, and I'll even get a screenshot of the app that we can put up there so you can have some additional resources. So that will be uh, in the show notes. You'll be able to get to that video or there'll be probably a separate blog post that you can click on or you can go to the YouTube channel and watch it there. So thanks, Michelle, for being my guinea pig for my very first video recording. It's no going to be amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you, what else can you do from that app? So you can see, obviously, what is also on the Navigator, the different shows. So every night on a Disney cruise, they do have, of course, the Disney-only type productions that that are just amazing. We saw Beauty and the Beast, and mm. uh, each ship kind of has a different arrangement, but they they always have a phenomenal show. So typically how it works is they have an early dining and then a late dining. So the guests that are at the early dining, then after that, you would see the show. And so they rotate back and forth um, for seeing the shows. Another thing is the, um, you know, with it being Disney, they get to show new release movies on the ship. So oh, cool. not only while you're sitting by the pool, can you watch as they play just, you know, whatever selection of Disney movie. Yeah, the humongous catalog. Yep. Yes. Yes. And of course you can access all the Disney movies on your, your in-room TV, which is great. Um, and, but then they have new releases. So I can't tell you how many times I probably watched the new Star Wars movie the last last sure. time. And then Frozen came out, of course, while we were on the ship last oh, time. Awesome. And so it is. That's it exciting. Is, it is. And then the here's my favorite time to cruise <laughs> is when Disney does its themed cruises. So they have a few of those. They have the Halloween on the High Seas, which is October. It actually runs um, September to the last sailing is, of course, uh, that includes the Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it, magically, it transforms overnight, which is, I mean, I can't, I, I'm always in awe of Disney <laughs> because of their process and just how amazing they do things. So yeah. it will transform from Halloween to Christmas. So those boarding that next uh. sailing walk in and, you know, here is the deck lined with the garlands and lights. And it, it's just phenomenal. Just it's crazy. How they and, do it. <laughs> and they store that stuff somewhere. That's crazy. Oh, you see them, the bins kind of going off the ship while the others are, are already decorated. Like they have magical elves that just do it all night long. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. <laughs> That's sure. Right. right. <laughs> and then during the uh, Maritime cruise, of course, is my favorite because you get to experience Santa and, you know, gingerbread cookies and hot chocolates and mm-hmm. all this. So the Halloween one, you get to trick or treat. The uh, the Christmas ones, you get to see a, a truly gingerbread house that they've made and created and put in the lobby. And oh, I, I mean, it, there's just nothing like those Disney themed cruises um, in addition to just the phenomenal Disney cruise. <laughs> So let me ask um, you, they, oh, sorry, is there one more time of year you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I was just going to say the itineraries and where they go. So they offer Mediterranean, Alaska, of course, in the summer. They have, of course, the Caribbean, which is my favorites. Um, 
so there's all different types of itineraries to choose from depending on what you want to see. Yeah. So on the app, can you book things like mm, additional dining? Is it Remy that has... Remy and Paulo on two of the ships, the two larger ships have Remy and Paulo, and those are specialty dining. And so they're a little bit of an upcharge, but not bad. It's nice, especially on longer cruises Mm -hmm. when, because like I said, they have three uh, main dining rooms. So what happens on the longer sailings is that you would visit some of those multiple times. So on those nights, it's fun to go and have a specialty dinner, put the kids in the kids club Mm -hmm. and then just go and have a romantic dinner together. So, um, you can see those things on the app as well as spa services and, um, you know, like I said, the schedule of what's happening on the ship that day, um, the ports and what adventures there are to do there. Most of those things are handled prior to going Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of availability. You, you know, you definitely want to try to schedule those ahead of time, especially if there's something in particular that you're wanting to do because you don't want to miss out on that. So talking about missing out, how far in advance do you think someone should book a Disney cruise? As soon as you know your dates. So they do fill up and because there's only four of them currently, everybody who has sold Disney is, I mean, they love to continue selling Disney. But so, like, is it me right now where I'm like, oh, it's January. I should plan a summer vacation. Or is it like last summer you should have planned for next summer? No, there's still availability. Um, typically, uh, even even up until closer, it just depends on the sailing. Like if it's a holiday sailing, there might be less availability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they there's usually availability. Now it might be your the category that you'd like to do isn't available. Right. So you know the the suites are always the first to go. Period. Because there's just you know a few of those, so those are always gone. Um, concierge level is a little, you know. Uh, selective. And so then, um, there, so let's talk about the cabin types. There are, I was going to go there. Great. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to jump ahead. No, no, it's Um, perfect. And also just, I would like you to speak to families that have more than two children options for them. Yes. So they have interior cabins, which is Great, because on the newer ships, they have a virtual little window, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot of fun. And then they have ocean uh, view rooms, which actually is one of my favorites. I love the veranda, um, which is the balcony. But when um, I don't sell in one of those rooms, I typically do the the, – ocean view because it's not your typical. So a lot of the cruise lines, it's just like a little porthole and about big enough for you to put your head through, you know, to (laughs) to see, um, enough to say it's a, you know, ocean view, but on the Disney cruise line, theirs are big enough. Like it is almost the wall of your room because Mm. your kids can actually climb up into it. It's almost like a seat, um, that you can, you know, that they can, 
climb up and sit in. Both of my kids can fit up in it. So it's a beautiful picturesque view of, of being outside when you're not able to be in a balcony. And so the veranda rooms are great. And what I love about Disney and selling with family is that there is typically a queen bed and then there's a curtain, which is nice to separate Mm -hmm. your room from the kids room. And then magically, of course, it transforms into the, uh, the couch converts into a twin bed at night. And then a pull down comes down typically for another child. And then, um, what is great about Disney Cruise Line is that they have multiple rooms for families of five. Mm-hmm. So more and more families now are consist of five. Um, and so those are very accommodating for larger families, which is great. Yes. That way I you booked, don't have to have two rooms. Yeah. I booked a family of um, 10 children plus grandma and an aunt. And interestingly, Disney, when they, when, you know, when you're in their booking system, mm-hmm. they book, uh, what rooms are available based on lifeboats. And so when right. you enter a booking, now the rooms that were available for four people may not be because, and it's not based on what the room can accommodate. It's based on safety, which I think is cool. Absolutely. Um, but that's when you does- go ahead. The boat does have a maximum capacity of passengers, and so that is where that comes into play. Again, booking early ensures that you can be accommodated. Yes, that's how I end up having to have people because they they do tend this this group of families tends to have you know three kids or more in a family, and so we were we were getting connecting rooms, we were getting rooms across the hall, suites, whatever we could get. Yeah, um, but it was the availability. I think was easier to find on the Disney ship than I have in the past with this family. So that was, it was good. And they all had good experiences and they, they have big kids and they said that they were like, they had adequate space. So absolutely. Yes. Their rooms are larger than your typical cruise line ships. So much larger. And so it is, it is a very accommodating room. And then they also, their designs are where you have a split bathroom. So you have a shower and, um, sink in one, one room. And Mm -hmm. then in the other, you have the toilet and an, an additional sink, which is helpful when you are trying to get together, you know, and get ready as a family to go to your dinner, uh, adventure for the day. So Agreed. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, we yes. were doing some crazy shuffles on our last cruise. <laughs> yeah, in October. Yes. But so then, Disney has a special magical place in the middle of a warm tropical ocean. Would you tell us about that? Oh, my favorite Castaway Key is just the best. It is their private island in the Bahamas, and. I just love it. Anybody who does the Disney cruises, that is usually their favorite. Mm-hmm. And the the itineraries that are, are the most selected by Disney lovers is the double dip at Castaway Key. So mm-hmm. when it stops at that port twice, it is like a win-win. So they have a beautiful beach. They're snorkeling. There's even the kids club at the Scuttle Cove for dropping off the kids if they didn't want to go. Like we've, we've done that before where the kids just wanted to go in there and play. And my husband and I went and snorkeled. And so they have, um, 
a couple statues down into the water. Oh wow! Like a Minnie and a Mickey and oh, that's all fun. these kind of things. Right. So you can you can kind of uh, swim. Now they are a little offshore, so you do you know it does take a little bit of a swim to get to them. But it is exciting looking, and it's kind of like a treasure hunt in the water. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> so it is a lot of fun. It's a little scary for me. I have some some phobias, but I would oh. do it. That sounds good. <laughs> well, there's a barrier that surrounds kind of that it, to keep um, the waves reasonable, mm-hmm. and so there is a nice little barrier. So I'm, I'm, I'm I have a fear of sharks. Oh <laughs> so wow! I feel like this this barrier is a protectant for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there is also the uh, select uh, adult only the Serenity Bay. So if adult onlys can go over to that area and it is a beautiful area just to kind of relax and enjoy the day. Another fun thing is that they have cabanas that can be rented. Um, yes. Those are, those are definitely a book ahead, uh, feature because oh, yeah. they, they're usually gone <laughs> I have very quickly. It's like stock the internet. Like I needed two, I could only get one. So I booked one yes. and then five days leading up to this, you know, last cruise that I booked, I was stalking the internet to see if anybody canceled, and I got a second one. So I managed Yay! to get two, which is incredible. <laughs> that is a huge win. Yes. Yeah. That's another reason to have a travel agent because you're working like your regular work. You're earning your money. You're getting ready to pay for your That's vacation, right. and your travel agent is stalking Disney. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. That is what we do. <laughs> another fun feature with Castaway Key is that there is a 5K. It's mm. a complimentary uh, just little 5k run that they do on the island and it is so fun you can get a medal afterward and it's just my daughter did it with me this time she was old enough to kind of uh do that that three mile you know 5k and we just had a blast it's it's first thing when you get off the ship and they there's a course and they have water and just some things on on your path. And so it, it is just an exciting way to start your day at, um, Castaway Key. Yeah. It sounds exciting. And then you, you know, you've earned all of the calories you're going to take in for the That's rest of the right. day. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> and then, you know, my husband's saving, saving us some beach chairs and then we go find him and relax and enjoy the water. They have some platforms out in the water that the kids oh, love because there's slides and little, you know, those little water squirt guns and just all, just all kinds of fun stuff. Now, and no other have, cruise ships can dock there. That well, is correct. Uh, yeah. It is their private island. That's cool. So to enjoy this beautiful, you know, island in the Caribbean, you have to sail on the Disney Cruise Line. That's great because it just won't be overrun. Like you managed to have pockets of time with your, yeah, that's great. Yeah. There's plenty of seats. There's the buffet, which is wonderful on the island. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot to do, but mostly just relax and enjoy the sunshine. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. So Michelle, is there anything that I'm missing out on that you want to cover for Disney Cruise Line? Hmm. That's tough. Um, what boats have the Avengers? The Fantasy has, so they have a Marvel um, uh, kids 
in the Oceaneer Club, they have a Marvel feature in that one. Okay. In the Dream, it is the Star Wars emphasis. Oh. Of course, they all have. Okay, so another thing other than the themed holiday sailings is, the, you know, Disney owns Star Wars now. So there is a Star Wars at sea which oh. is so exciting, like Darth Vader and Stormtroopers. And, you know, <laughs> they have sword, the, you know, sabers and just all kinds of Disney lovers who love Star Wars. I mean, it is a win-win. Yeah. And then they have the Marvel at Sea, which has, you know, the Black Panther and uh, all the different, you know. Very cool. Thor and all those characters. So <laughs> I want to see who they get to play Thor. Do they actually have a Thor on board? <laughs> Is it like fake muscles? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only Chris Helms was available. You know? <laughs> sold out. I think it would be a sold out event. <laughs> it would be all women. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So That's awesome. you can get um, Mickey bars on the cruise ship through room service, which mm-hmm. is exciting. They, I mean, there is just so much to do on these cruise ships. Like I said, there's only four. And so the further out you know when you can sail, the better, because Mm -hmm. that's going to give you the availability. And, um, you know, the pricing usually goes up the closer you get. Not by much, but it will go up the closer you get in. Um, And some of that is driven because some of the rooms aren't available. So it bumps you up to that next um, available cabin. So mm-hmm. it is definitely something you want to plan ahead. There's a small deposit and then the balance is due, uh, just, you know, a little before you sail. And, you know, you could even have, if it's a surprise, you can have a character call and tell the kids about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a magical, magical experience. All right. Well, why don't you tell people how they can contact you and then we will jump over to the video so that we can put some of the things that we've talked about into you know a visual format so people can see it. Sure. So to contact me, the best way is through email. My email address is Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at govacationguru dot com and then my phone number is 205-516-8224 those are the best ways to contact me great and i will so you'll see michelle's little face up in the corner top right on the show page uh, if you're on travelradiopodcast.com you'll see her face top right and if you click on it it'll have all of her contact information you can just click through there also and um there you go Well, Michelle, I look forward to our next little experiment, and um, thank you for joining me on... Thank you, Megan. I love it. Yeah, it's great to have you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Travel Radio Podcast. This is Megan Chapa saying good night.